0: the latest on your Raiders and the NFL. Your host Scott Goldbranson and Mo Welcome back, Happy Tuesday, Raider Nation. Welcome back to Silver and Black today, an Odyssey original podcast where we talk nothing but Las Vegas Raiders. We certainly appreciate you guys being with us. Thanks for joining us on our post game show. Yes, we had some. It's preseason for us too. Yes, we go all year round, and sometimes, just sometimes, we have some audio issues, and so uh, we. Not only did we have audio issues, Murph was coming straight to us from Allegiant Stadium and it was really loud in there. So uh, we apologize for that. (laughs) I heard from you guys that and that my audio was too low. His audio was too high. It's somewhere in between because when you have audio issues like that, it happens. Not only that, behind the scenes, you didn't see we had video issues, too. Again, it's preseason for us as well. And so we appreciate you guys sticking with us through that. Of course, we'll be doing live videos after every game. So stick with us on that. We'll get it all worked out. In fact, we got most of it worked out uh, on Monday. So we appreciate you guys uh, hanging tough with us, but a great show on tap for us. Hopefully Mo Moten will pop in. He had to run. He had some deadlines pop in. Of course, the Dalvin Cook signing on Monday and a couple other NFL stories. Mo does cover the entire league for um, Bleacher Report. So Sometimes, sometimes stuff just happens and he can't be here. So he will hopefully jump in later. If he doesn't, you know why. He'll be back uh, on Thursday with us uh, to do a regular show. But in the meantime, we're going to jump in. Guest tonight... Today, depending when you're listening, will be Vinny Bonsignor, the beat writer for the Raiders from the Las Vegas Review-Journal, also a former contributor on this show, also my former colleague over at Raider Nation Radio in Las Vegas, so looking forward to catch up with Vinny and talk some interesting stuff. Coming out of the game, of course, the Raiders 34-7 victors over the San Francisco 49ers, so we're going to talk to him about that. But also some questions, too, uh, that we want to get into as far as the changes around the Raiders. We had everybody, if you read all the post-game stories, you heard it here. You heard it from Murph being on location, obviously, in Las Vegas. And that was this idea that it just feels a little different around the Raiders. Uh, And it's one of those situations where, um, you, you know, you can't always tangibly put your finger on it but it's something that definitely has been echoed through all out the coverage, various folks who cover the team for various publications and networks and so on, sort of the same thing. But the game itself, listen, yes, it always feels better to have a win, right? I mean, it just does. At the same time, you kind of have to figure out what you draw from it as well. And so what you draw from it, Is some interesting things. And one of those things clearly was the splashy play of Aiden O'Connell, which we'll get into as well. And and that's where we'll start because the whole Aiden O'Connell situation um, has taken kind of the NFL by storm. If you notice the coverage, he just had a great performance. Now, this does not mean he's going to be the next Tom Brady as some folks compared him to maybe B uh, or not B, but could be, I should say. And so we're not going to get into that. That's not what we're going to talk about. But clearly, this kid may be the Raiders' number two quarterback. In fact, Josh McDaniels, after the game, said, listen, we're going to give him a ton of playing time. Brian Hoyer did not play. He right now stands as the number two on the depth chart behind Jimmy Garoppolo. And remember with Jimmy Garoppolo's injury history, whoever is number two is a big deal because that person most likely, and we're not saying it's gonna happen, but based on history, which is all we have to go off of, Jimmy Garoppolo playing a whole season has not happened in quite a few years. So if that's the case, You need a a good number two who can carry you for as many weeks as you need it. And so getting Aiden O'Connell work in these games is important. And that's why his performance was so impressive, because he was poised. He threw the ball well. He's incredibly accurate. He made good decisions. I think that's the thing that stuck out to me. All stats aside, what stuck out to me was the idea that he made great decisions. For a young quarterback, especially coming in the NFL, very difficult. Right? You saw C.J. Stroud. You saw Bryce Young in Carolina. Both struggled mightily in their first action in the NFL. Didn't really look well. Aiden O'Connell seemed very comfortable. And being comfortable like that as a rookie in this league is phenomenal. And again, small sample size, one game, one game. I understand that. We're not overplaying that here. We don't overhype anything for clicks. That's not what we're doing. But you have to be happy with what Aiden O'Connell did. And if you look at it, 15 of 18, 141 yards and a touchdown, and two of his three incompletions, two of the three, were drops. If he hits those two passes and finishes like he did, then you're talking about 17 of 18. That's real impressive, even if you're going against San Francisco's backups. doesn't matter. The enormity of the moment, being in Allegiant Stadium, his first NFL action ever, inside a stadium on a Sunday and he goes out there and hits 15 and 18 passes. So just really impressive. And again, I think that the fact that he handled that first action so well is remarkable. And so you have to give him that. You have to say, okay, that's encouraging. So now does he build on that? He'll obviously play a ton against the Rams this coming uh, Saturday. Of course, the Raiders are in Los Angeles. They flew right after the game and are staying in Los Angeles this week. They will do joint practices with Sean McVay's Rams, and then they will play the Rams at SoFi Stadium on Saturday. Of course, we'll be here with the post-game reaction live right afterwards. But either way, you got to be impressed, right? And I'm the first one to admit, when they drafted Aiden O'Connell, I wasn't negative about him, but I also said, listen, okay, Aiden O'Connell, we'll see if he ever sees the field kind of eat my words a little bit and that's okay i I don't mind being wrong if i am and again it's one one game but the way he's been impressive there and from what we've read and heard from reports how he's been in practice is phenomenal so you can't you can't discount that uh but i think the fact that he got the ball out so quickly i mean you saw that decision making and to me that's good and then after the game he said listen i got a long way to go he wasn't going to take the adulation that he was getting he really wanted people to understand that hey it's preseason. i know this isn't full speed nfl first string defense i'm going at but still neither were the other players for the most part that didn't perform well as rookies i.e stroud and young so so that in itself is a good barometer i think of where this kid is at we'll see if he continues it cuz i really do believe at some point this season he will see action and and again mcdaniel's intimated during his press conference they want to give him as much playing time as possible and the thought i think is that you know he'll be the number 2 going into the season maybe not we'll see if he regresses or something happens that's fine but the fact that that he performed so well under that pressure of his first nfl action was very very encouraging. So I think you look at that, I know fans were excited about it and it's it's something we wanted to see. You just don't see a, a rookie go out there and usually do that, especially a guy who comes in there and um, plays in his first NFL action. So from that perspective, you, you got to like that and you have to think, okay, we heard about him at OTAs, which you kind of dismiss, ah, oh, it's OTAs are in shorts. Then he's in training camp without pads first. Ah, okay, great. Then they get pads on, they start to have action. And he does well there too. Okay, now Jimmy Garoppolo getting action in, and obviously the last week of last week of practice is against the 49ers. But still, you got to be excited about the young guy, and hopefully he can continue to do that, put it together over a course of a couple games, and see where it goes from there. Now, secondarily, the thing that really stuck out uh, as I watched the game again yesterday was really this idea of this team just playing a little different. And I talked about it at the beginning about this different feel around this team. And um, on Josh McDaniel's Monday press conference, I was fortunate enough to ask a question. And unfortunately, the Zoom that all of the reporters were on because uh, uh, Coach McDaniels was in Los Angeles froze and that was the end of the press conference. So he answered half my question. But my question was this. My question was, Changing culture, building a culture, is vital to creating a championship organization. Which obviously the Raiders want to do. We've heard Mark Davis say this. You all want them to be, and so I asked him. That's that's a certainty. You have to that. You have to build culture, but it's hard. And I asked him to evaluate in the evolution of where they are uh, building this organization in his in his. Um, View And also, obviously, with the vision that he and general manager Dave Ziegler have put around it on that scale of evolution. Where are they and kind of what standards of success have they set for the players and the coaches to get there? Uh, And and again, because it got cut off, um, it's not included on the transcript video. But I'm going to I'm going to summarize his answer, the answer that he was able to get out at least half of it. Which was, he said, it takes time and uh, he likes where it's going, that you got to get people to believe in what you're doing, buy in, right? We've talked about that and we, we think that there's several Raiders who are no longer with the team, all of them good players. Derek Carr being one of them, of course, Darren Waller, all good players, but perhaps it just wasn't the right mix for the right culture that they're trying to build there. So he answered that and basically said they're making progress. And clearly this is what I'm going to ask Vinny about too when he joins us next here on Silver Black today is is to, to ask him about that because he's been at every practice covering this team and ask him about that because he wrote a story in the Review Journal um, on Monday about this kind of idea of what this team wants to do, what they want to be. Who are they? How do they create an identity, part of that starts in the building before you ever hit the field. Then when you get on the field, there's certain emphasis. Of course, they're emphasizing the pass rush. Hey, I'll look good on Sunday in Las Vegas. I mean, if you look at the stats, um, you had multiple players with sacks, clearly, right? You had uh, Amari Burney, you had Adam Butler, you had Isaac Rochelle, and Jordan Willis shared a sack, but they had four sacks Koontz Byron young all played well in their time and they created that push the entire game and not only that But they created the push in the practices against the 49. So you're starting to see some consistency there at least over the course of a week first week of of Live-action against another team So you got to like that, but the whole point of my question to mcdaniel's was about this culture and about this idea of setting standards you have to have standards if you don't have standards of what you're going to do and who you are it usually doesn't trans well translate excuse me well to the field so in answering that question and saying hey it takes time but he feels better about where it is is huge and I think you saw that last night. You heard Murph talk about it, excuse me on Monday, on Sunday. You heard Murph talk about it on Sunday as well, which was it just felt different. There was the guys on the, the sideline had much more um, uh, animation to them. They were much more engaged. it seems like energy was higher level and it's just a preseason game. So you like to see that. You like that they're starting there. and that's why the preseason games, while not as exciting to watch because you're not seeing the starters, they're important because they set, they set that mood, they set that piece of the culture that this staff is trying to bring on and trying to get to stick, right? That's not to make excuses for mistakes from last year or mistakes that they'll probably still make. But the idea of buying, it doesn't matter where you work. You all have jobs, you work somewhere. You've worked for people who aren't great to work for, but you've also worked for leaders who, create an environment, create an atmosphere, create a culture in which you buy in. And so to me, that is vital and and really encouraging to hear from Josh McDaniels and to hear from everybody out there as well. So, so that's what I take away from the game. I, I watch the plays, we can talk about the players, we'll talk about some of them with Vinny coming up next. But really, to me, that was the core. That's why I asked McDaniels that question was because to me, that's the most important thing, because if you don't get that at the base level, I mean, you have to build your house on a foundation. And if you don't have that foundation, it doesn't matter how good the wood is, doesn't matter how good um, um, the two by fours and the wall, the studs, doesn't matter. If your foundation is weak, then you'll find that that thing can come crashing down really quickly. And so if that's the case, then if they're starting to build that foundation and that foundation's starting to harden, meaning it's starting to become sturdy, yeah, you might not have all the talent you need to win a Super Bowl, okay? We're not going that far, clearly. (laughs) But what you do have is you do have the foundation by which you can build upon, you have the buy-in, you have the players who fit the system, and so now you can start to smooth out that road a little bit uh, to become respectable, become a playoff team, which is where everybody wants the Raiders to go. Okay, we're going to take a break real quick here on Silver and Black today. When we come back, we're going to be joined by my good friend, Vinny Bonsignor, he's the beat writer for the Raiders at the Las Vegas Review Journal, we'll get his take on all of this. Coming up here after the break. This is Silver and Black Today and Odyssey Original Podcast. Don't go anywhere.